1: some intangibles that those projections failed to take into consideration. The crowd was going crazy. There's not much in life that's better than that. You're listening to Garlic
2: Fries and Baseball Guys with Mark Willard and Joe Shasky on the 95.7 The Game
1: Podcast Network. Well, hello. What's going on? It's Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys. That's Joe Shasky. I'm Mark Willard. And uh, a very special episode that we've been waiting to do, uh, quite frankly, which is... Uh, the Giants making an impact in the offseason. Joe, I know, especially because, uh, you know, you were out at 95-7 the game the day after this happened, so I feel like uh, the world has not gotten to hear enough from you yet about what you think about what has taken place. Well, look, I mean, I was
2: devastated when they didn't land Aaron Judge, and I think the way it went down, the more that I've learned – as frustrated as I am with ownership and whatnot, I'm equally as frustrated with Aaron Judge. And that's for another day, another time, another place. But if you're going to be mean and frustrated and angry, you also have to praise the organization when they make a great move. To me, this is a great move. Like I know it comes with risk. This is a guy with a big back injury, you know, list if you look at his last six, seven years. But this is also a tremendous ball player who is a grinder at the top of your lineup, who absolutely injects athleticism immediately Into this team and with the no Shift thing I think that's the number one Like curiosity of what it's going To look like next year with the no Shift how much do a lot of These line drive hitters tick up In batting average is he one of those guys you know what I mean because he's not a home run guy per se but is he one of those guys who maybe instead of 290 he's 310 315 because you can use more of the field is he a guy defensively who because of his access to range now becomes even more of a premium in free agency moving forward because you need to have range at various positions
1: I love this move and I haven't even gotten to the leadership stuff what'd you think Mark well I mean you just talked about a lot of baseball stuff which I think is 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 all correct and and how this just in an obvious way makes the giants better but the first thing that hit me with this deal is the emotional impact on the whole organization and its fan base Uh, maybe i'll date myself a little bit here but do you remember the movie the american president remember the movie okay so just like the 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 super quick synopsis is michael douglas is playing the president of the united states and he's the incumbent as they go into the next election and the next election, his counterpart is played by Richard Dreyfus, and his name's Bob Rumson or Rumpus, something, <laughs> whatever. And, uh, and 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 Dreyfus's character for the whole movie is just doing a negative campaign thing. Like he just bop, bop, yeah. bop, he's just hitting Michael Douglas, and Michael's just trying to. We're gonna take the high road, and I'm gonna tell you about my platform, and I'm just gonna, and his campaign staff is just begging him the whole movie. You got to fight back. Yes. You've got to fight back. You've got to say something. You've got to answer what is being done by your counterparts. And I thought of that the other day when the Giants, who it felt like have been sitting here getting punched mm-hmm. ever since Cody Bellinger's ball went into right center field at Oracle Park, the Padres have got four players making, you know, 300 million dollars and uh, and the giants are over here going nope you know we we believe we're just going to keep doing our thing and it felt like that movie and it was like the whole movie changes when Michael Douglas finally comes out and goes hey listen buddy here's the deal i'm fighting back and the whole movie changes and everyone lives happily ever after and that's what i felt uh, no. when, when the, the, they fought back yes it's like you got to have an answer for all of yes. this stuff and they did, and and it happens at a time where actually the Dodgers lost their $300 million shortstop. So what a hell of a one-two punch, man.
2: Well, and I think on the heels of feeling so low of losing Aaron Judge, and basically I was under the impression we can't land free agents. Young attractive free agents with swagger don't want to come here. And that hurt my soul. I mean, that really like Mark as a giants fan from this community, it hurt my soul. So I think the psychological aspect is absolutely huge. Like I'm thinking about all the other things, like, They have not landed an international type player in free agency, at least at the high top uh, end of the market in years, years. And this is an organization that's known for that. I mean, we've touted the Alou brothers all in the outfield simultaneously. You know, like finally we've got one of those guys who's the highest paid player. You can make an argument. He's the best shortstop in the national league. Now Trey Turner would throw his name in the hat. Now Bogarts is in San Diego. He'd throw his name in the hat, but You can't say that at any other position for the Giants, right? So this is an acquisition that's got layers to it. And then the other thing on the Latin part of it, which I think is very important. They've got an entire farm of young, impressionable international players that they've signed, drafted, developed. It's nice to have a guy who's been there, done it at the highest stage for these guys to look up to. Because I keep going, what's it going to look like for Luciano Ramos to be the and Matos to be the head of this organization? Now they don't have to do that. And I just feel like their assimilation process is better when you have a guy that they're going
0: to look up to. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential?
1: I think it's a great point. Um, and like the, the, and that's what I mean by the trickle down, like the, the, the what this means is a very layered conversation. It's not as simple as they got a baseball player. Yes. It's it's not that simple. And I know a lot of people see the numbers and they get freaked out, but the bottom line is they got a baseball player for $26.9 million per year. That's not a back-breaking figure. No. The number of years is actually done by the Giants to stretch it out a little bit because it helps them remain below the competitive balance tax. That's actually a strategic move that the Giants made here. And uh, so the fact that Correa worked with him on that, he's probably not going to be the shortstop when he's 41, no. and who cares? No, That's, that's not even the point. It changes things emotionally. It changes things for the farm system. It puts, you know, you actually have a middle of the order. And that's the other thing that I wanted to talk about. The Giants, Mm. the the Mets are getting all this pub for this ridiculous offseason. The Giants are number one in dollars committed this offseason. Number one. Mm -hmm. Now, in all of baseball, the Mets are number two by $1 million. Wow! Now, the Mets are over the tax, though. So their payroll is actually pushing a half billion dollars. The Giants are not. They still got all kinds of space. So um, the commitment, this is what I felt. They, whether they said it with these words or not, they went into this offseason and made a promise. And they kept it. That is massive to me. They kept their promise and the other deals they signed, didn't they suddenly look better? (laughs) Like if if you're like, oh, we promised you Judge and we gave you Mitch Haniger. You're like, oh, come on. But if you're like, no, 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 we got Correa. Exactly. And then I'm like, and Mitch Haniger Like that's a, that it's a completely yep. different tone set around all the other Jock Peterson too all the other signings.
2: If you were to just do position players, position players alone, because you know, pitchers can dilute this. He's a top 25 player in baseball. That's who Correa is. I mean, he he mm. is one of those kind of guys. And maybe I'm, I'm being top too, 15. Yeah, I'm exactly. Top 15. Maybe, yeah. maybe I'm being too generous. Mitch Haniger now looks amazing. And I felt so bad for him because we're crushing. I'm like, Mitch <laughs> good. Like, nice. that's the crazy thing. He's right. a good player. I know he got hurt. He's a stud. The Giants need this. Here's the other element. And you're talking about just like on the field and things like that. I think that I obsess about right-handed power and home runs, and, and we all do. But if you really look between the numbers here when it comes to the Giants' success, gap hitting – actually plays really well in our ballpark. Melky yes, Cabrera, nice. and I know he, he who's on steroids, had a cool. monster year not hitting the ball out of the ballpark, hitting gaps. And that's where, like, the no-shift thing with Correa, I'm fascinated to see how it plays out. And I just think that you got a top-of-the-order grinder who's going to see pitches. And, like, we really didn't have those traditional one two three hitters. So it's nice to have a couple guys. And Hanager is a bopper in the middle of the order. Like, it yeah. all makes more sense now.
1: Got to be healthy, obviously. I know there's yeah. all those questions with Haniger, but when he plays north of 120 games, he hits north of 25 home runs. Exactly, and, and so the, throughout, it feels like for 20 years at Oracle Park, whenever they've got somebody, and and maybe Bonds is the only one. I don't know, but they, you know, it's easier to hit home runs as a right-handed hitter. I mean, Rich Aurelia is the last one I can remember who, as a right-handed hitter, had this, this massive season. And I feel like the Giants, even during the Farhan era, they've been talking about right-handed power ever since, and they've Definitely. just never really had it. Jeff Kent uh, did some things earlier. Hey, a a we're going years. back. Yeah, we're going back 20 years. Yeah. Buster Posey wasn't no. a power hitter. I don't see him as a power no, hitter. No, he's a great no. hitter.
2: Yes, a great But,
1: you know, like it, it was Bonds, and I think they've always been looking for this, and so – They've really got um, they've really got some right-handed jammers now in, in the middle of the lineup. I'm not sure that they're 100% done. I do think one more outfielder Agreed. who's really got a glove would be interesting. I think that the bullpen still could use some help. But Agreed. outside of that, you know, there are certain positions where they're going to go every day, and there are certain positions like first base that might be a little bit of a grab bag. But I don't hate some of the options that are over there in in Wilmer Flores and J.D. Davis. I personally believe right
2: now, even if free and it's not over, but even if free agency stopped right now, they don't make any. I think they're a better baseball team heading into the year. That's what I believe to my core. Right. And I like Longoria. He did some great things for this team. He's just I couldn't I couldn't rely on him anymore. Brandon Belt's had his moments. We all agree. It's a better lineup i don't know about the rotation losing rodon but it's a better lineup i'll agree with you good distinction good distinction but like the point being is i feel like i'm looking at the infield and it makes more sense now especially if you're a little worried about second base defensively well at least that left side of the of the infield is going to be locked down
1: yeah absolutely however that does lead us to the very very big question which we will address in just moments